Hello, everyone, and welcome to the February 8th edition of WorkComp Academy Weekly News. I'm Renee Foles with the WorkComp Academy. Let's get started with this week's news. The Court of Appeal ruled that SEGA cannot avoid a stipulation with another carrier because of a change in the law. Here's what happened. In 2001, SEGA stipulated with Fireman's Fund to be liable for 50% of an injured employee's medical treatment. In 2008, SEGA petitioned for a change of administrator and dismissal on the basis that there were several court cases after its stipulation with Fireman's Fund that provided that SEGA should not be responsible for the medical care. The work comp judge granted SEGA's petition concluding that the 2001 stipulation and order were illegal and contrary to public policy. The WCAB denied reconsideration. The Court of Appeal granted review and concluded that SEGA could not avoid their prior stipulation. An award based upon an executed stipulation may be reopened and rescinded if the stipulation has been entered into through inadvertence, excusable neglect, fraud, or mistake of fact or law. SEGA's 2008 petition for change of administrator and dismissal did not argue any of these grounds for setting aside the 2001 stipulations. The court concluded that when parties knowingly take the risk of resolving an issue of unsettled law, there is no good cause to reopen and change the stipulation. And now for our fraud report. A Fontana man was arrested on suspicion of workers' compensation fraud. Leobardo Trinidad was charged with eight felony counts of making false or fraudulent statements for compensation and lying about injuries. Trinidad claimed he was injured while working as a carpenter for KBI Select Build Integrated Construction Service. He then filed for industrial work comp benefits. Investigators said there is video surveillance that shows incriminating evidence against Trinidad. They believe he lied to his doctors and during his deposition about his injuries, work limitations, and disability status. Over the years, Trinidad has received more than $35,000 in benefits. He was booked into West Valley Detention Center in Rancho Cucamonga and held in lieu of $25,000 bail. Attorney General Edmund Brown announced a court judgment against trucking companies that deny workers Social Security, Medicare, and work comp benefits. The Superior Court found that Pacifica Trucks, a Southern California fleet operator, misclassified its drivers as independent contractors. Pacifica Trucks claimed that its workers were independent contractors in order to avoid paying the Social Security, Medicare, and workers' compensation benefits to which they are entitled under state law. The Attorney General argued that Pacifica Trucks had exclusive authority over its drivers, provided equipment and other business-related expenses used by employees, and under these conditions, the drivers should have been classified as employees with legally mandated protections and benefits. The judgment requires Pacifica Trucks to permanently refrain from misclassifying truck drivers and to pay a penalty. The Attorney General's office has pursued several other companies suspected of operating underground economy schemes and violating workers' rights. And now our medical news. 
Researchers claim that a dose of a blood product called intravenous immunoglobin, or IVIG, can significantly reduce chronic pain conditions. The study from the University of Liverpool showed that pain was reduced in half of the patients with complex regional pain syndrome, or CRIPS. CRIPS is an unexplained chronic condition that can develop after injury to or loss of a limb. IVIG is a human blood antibody used to treat immune disorders and some forms of leukemia. It balances immune systems, strengthening those that are weak and reducing activity in those that are overactive. The researchers gave a single low-dose transfusion of IVIG to 13 volunteers with pain syndrome and found it significantly eased the pain in just under 50% of them. The pain relief lasted five weeks on average and the treatment had few adverse side effects. A researcher stated that if one pain condition can be effectively treated with an immune drug, then it's possible that other types will also respond. In the future, the treatment could be given in higher doses and repeated to give extra benefits. The California April QME examination has been canceled. This is due to ongoing budget constraints, and the DWC medical unit will not be conducting the QME examination, which would have taken place Saturday, April 24th. The exams are generally held twice a year on the last Saturday of April and October. DWC Administrative Director Carrie Nevins stated that budgetary adjustments must be made wherever it makes sense. The next QME exam will be in October. An application for this exam can be obtained from the DWC website. Not all CT scans are equal, and there is a big difference between scans performed by state-of-the-art equipment and old, outdated technology. This report illustrates the differences. A leading UK trauma center ordered a state-of-the-art device called a Somatom Definition Flash CT from Siemens Healthcare. This next generation system is to be used as part of the hospital's major trauma and stroke center. This system will allow rapid whole body scanning. The definition flash will also perform acute stroke vascular imaging and all emergency cases including pediatrics. The need to sedate pediatric patients is also reduced as they do not have to remain still for very long. The equipment can perform a scan of the entire heart in just 250 milliseconds, which is less than half a heartbeat. It can also image hearts with a fast pulse or an irregular beat without using beta blockers. The definition flash will also perform acute stroke vascular imaging and all emergency cases, including pediatrics. It would seem from this report that there are major capability differences between generations of CT scanning equipment. WorkComp UR experts review the reasonableness and necessity, and bill reviewers authorize payment based upon coding that specifies the type of scan. However, it is rare for anyone in claims to consider the quality of the scan for purposes of authorization or payment. Perhaps questions should be asked about the quality of the CT system used in the treatment of injured workers as part of the claims process. And now some economic news. 
Zenith National Insurance net income dropped by 64% in 2009. However, the president and chairman said that the company was in excellent financial condition. Zenith reported net income dropped from $95 million to $34 million on revenues that dropped from $683 million to $585 million in 2009. Officials claim these decreases are a result of underwriting risk strategies, increased unemployment, as well as declining payrolls. Now, Corvell Corporation, a provider of services and solutions in disability management, had substantial increases in revenues and earnings. Corvell provides claim management solutions in addition to networks of preferred providers, case management, utilization management, and medical bill review to more than 2,000 clients nationwide. Corvell reported earnings per share of 54 cents for the quarter ended December 31, 2009, a 59% increase. The company reported quarterly revenues of $87 million, a 13% increase. The company's results benefited from continued growth in the Enterprise Comp product line, which is Corvell's integrated claims management solution for work comp claims. And in other news, California Insurance Commissioner Steve Poisner says the insurance commissioner should be appointed by the governor rather than elected by voters. He claims that the insurance commissioner's position has become too politicized. Poisoner made these comments during a meeting of the California Newspaper Publishers Association in Sacramento. The California Insurance Commissioner became an elected position when voters approved Proposition 103 in 1991. He claims that making the Insurance Commissioner appointed again, like they do in about 35 states, would be a step in the right direction to take some of the politics out of it. Poisoner says the Insurance Commissioner acts as an important watchdog for consumers and should not be swayed by politics or campaign contributions. A spokeswoman for Poisoner's GOP primary rival responded by saying that Poisoner himself had politicized the job by not implementing Schwarzenegger's order to furlough state employees. So that's the way politics goes. The California Workers' Compensation Institute issued the fifth edition of its industry scorecard on claims experience of durable goods manufacturing workers in California. This industry included automobiles, appliances, furniture, and tools which are not consumed quickly and which usually last several years. The paid losses on these claims totaled more than $2.4 billion. The recent data shows durable goods manufacturing claims down to just about 7% of California job injury claims and about 6% of insured loss payments. The three most common injury categories for these workers are minor wounds and injuries, medical back problems without spinal cord involvement, and other injuries such as toxic exposure. That's all our news and events for this week. Please check our website daily for news updates, past editions of our news, and much, much more. And remember, you can subscribe to our weekly news podcasts and special reports using your iPhone or iPod by searching for WorkComp Academy in the iTunes Store. Again, I'm Renee Foles with the WorkComp Academy. Thanks for joining us, 
and please visit us again next week for more news.